0: You are, you
1: are now tuning in to Refon Raza. Our aim is to glorify God through the edification of the saints. <laughs> Practical
2: theology and the draw to be biblical. So if you ask us who we do this for. Because this is for so
0: This is Reformed Raza. (laughs) My my name is Martin
1: Velasquez, alongside with my brothers. Justin Corona And What up everybody This is Pastor Rick
0: And gracias for tuning in Go ahead and hit us up At com Now You can Dang. hit up The website Dang We're coming up In this world bro We're getting legit Yeah So hit Legitness. us at Reformraza.com and Right there You can uh, Shoot us an email Send us a comment uh, You can listen to Episodes right there It's a work in progress So soon we're gonna have More stuff right there uh, It's like a little Center for everything Reformraza For your favorite podcast Over here you know I mean, that's the place to go reformraza.com. Hit us up right there, and yeah, dude. So, um, I just want to go ahead and, and give a couple shout outs, man, because we truly truly appreciate this right here. Uh, just some reviews that we got on Apple Podcasts. Um, we got a dude named Andres Swan One 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 Six Andres wow. One One Six. It says, for the Raza, it says, truly love this podcast. I really appreciate how no matter what the topic is, it is always on point. Back to the truths of God's word. Keep it up. Great work for the kingdom. Much love from Florida. Grace and peace, fam. Shout out to all the homies from Florida. Y luego, bien machin. It says edifying Thank you guys for making these podcasts Listening from north of Las Vegas Grew up in Maywood Listening to your brothers Reminds me of my childhood The homeboys or
1: Dang we're homeboys now homies. Shout out to
0: Vegas And shout out to the homies
1: from Maywood Right there in LA So hey. yeah. Also real quick I want to give a shout out to DJ Mike 5 For that intro that ooh, you guys ooh, heard ooh. Shout out to Go check out his podcast Called uh, Reform Scratches Podcast
0: just does interviews with with dudes that you know have something going on for the lord was a rapper djing podcast his first episode he had uh zay the blacksmith. blacksmith so if you're anything about wrath and grace that dude that brother gets down mm. lyrical theology so <clears throat> yeah man so and i know i know i have to i have to say this also I kept saying these past couple episodes that we're going to talk about what's going on with the protests and, you know, you know, the George Floyd uh, death. And we're still going to talk talk about that. But we're, we we want to bring on some brothers. We're just having a little bit of a bumpy I mean, timing. to yeah. get These brothers on, you know, you know how it is, man. What time you, are you available? <laughs> what day? You know, people have lives that they got to handle. They got kids. They got wives. And I understand. So we're trying to get these brothers on. So we're just working out scheduling. But we're still going to touch on it. We're still going to talk about it. It's going to be a dope episode. We got some really good questions. Some really good brothers coming on. So stay tuned for that one. Mm.
1: But Justin, what are we on today, bro? So we're going to continue our series, The Struggle, which is uh, it, it's a very... I I think it's very uh, raw, and it's very um, uh, exposing, not exposing, a transparent uh, series that we're doing where we're we're talking about real struggles that Christians do face, and we're just putting it out there in the light so that you, the listener, may be edified and encouraged, and even if you're not struggling with these things, you guys may know somebody who may struggle with some of these similar things, and that you may um, be better equipped and even just Um, Start a path of just understanding So you may help each other I mean, we as the body of Christ are to uplift and help And encourage one another So that's the point of the series And so today we're going to be talking about uh, homosexuality And so today we have a special guest A brother that we love From our congregation His name is Edwin He owns all the pens, Mr. Pluma (laughs) Go ahead and uh, Edwin Pluma (laughs) Hey guys, uh, this is Edwin Pluma <laughs>
0: first, first time podcaster right here so I'm shy <laughs> So it's all good, Edwin is a good uh, brother in the Lord He goes to our church, Streetlight Church right here in Westminster, Orange County uh, You know, so we wanted to bring you on bro just to talk about these topics and these things um, So first of all we want to um uh, i want to know what your testimony is bro because honestly everything that's going to be spoken right here i haven't really heard before so it's going to be pretty dope for me to hear even for the first time and i want to i want you to feel comfortable just you know being uh, on here just talking whatever you want to talk about you know express yourself the way you want to express yourself and this is a free space where we can lay it all on the table literally on the table <laughs> And yeah You know cause uh, uh, with, with these With these topics With these episodes um, We got good reviews uh, From our previous episode We're talking about You know Struggles of pornography A lot of people Were hitting us up You know like Hey good job I was really encouraged You know I'm glad you guys Were talking Like the way you guys Were That's something that We, we heard a lot That I'm glad you guys Talked the way you talked because we're just laying laying it down on the table, you know what I mean. So, yeah. First of all, we want to hear your testimony, Edwin, and how you came to saving faith in Jesus
3: Christ. Um. So my testimony is kind of like boring, I guess. Really basic. <laughs> um, I did start going to church because um, I was basically just bored, so I just tagged along with my friends, and um, I kept going to church because of the people. Like, just you know, different vibe. Like, everyone was just super friendly. But it wasn't until, like, I actually started reading, like, the Bible, you know, studying the scriptures that I actually genuinely fell in love with God. And, um, yeah, I I think also because, like, I come from, like, a Catholic background, like, I never got to, like, see this um, side of God before. Mm -hmm. Like, I was so limited to, like, um, I wasn't allowed to, like, read the Bible. um, And I just questioned everything within, like, Catholicism. Like, we had to pray to saints, like i didn't get that i didn't get why i had to confess a priest um so reading the bible really like just like introduced me to god like who he truly is Mm -hmm. yeah
0: (laughs) no yeah that's 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 dope man i I don't think no testimony is ever boring because the fact that jesus saves any sinner is marvelous to me you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i don't care if you were a gangbanger a murderer a mafioso or you just grew up in the church your whole life and you never known street life or drugs or anything like that that's only because of god's grace so whether you know you don't quote-unquote have a good testimony every testimony is good you know i mean the fact that god's hand was upon someone's life even from the beginning is testimony in itself you know i mean so so with that uh we want to get in we want to jump right in you know i mean so um of course so, the first question that, that we have for you, I, I think, uh, well, let, let's switch it up a little bit. Let's, I want to know, um, about your struggles, uh, with homosexuality. First question being, is it a sin and how did you come to realize it is sin?
3: Anything that you want to elaborate on? Um, yeah, so. Yes. um, Homosexuality is a sin. Um, I mean, I think, like, growing up, um, you know it's wrong. A lot of people use, you know, um, being gay as, like, almost like mocking someone. Mm. So, uh, growing up, I I knew, like, it was wrong. Um, Coming into um, serving God and just knowing God, when I first um, fell in love with God, that was far from my mind. Like, I didn't really, like, care about, like, you know, being in a relationship or... um, Looking to um, have a partner Like I was just so focused on God But um, eventually I did You know I was curious about it Like Why is it a sin? You know Why is it so wrong? And um, So I studied it And You know Because At first I didn't understand how um, Love could be wrong You know Mm -hmm. Loving another man Like why is it so wrong? Like I thought God was love And so I really had to study scripture And it, you know it was really clear like homosexuality is a sin. And it says it um, several times within the Bible. And so um, I I was really confused because I felt like it wasn't part of God's attributes, you know, like saying that oh, loving another man is wrong, it's love. But um, it wasn't until I read about um, David and Jonathan that it kind of like clarified things. Mm. Um, David loved Jonathan more than he loved women. Um, As it says in scripture And that kind of threw me off a lot Because you know like Automatically kind of think that like you know They had like a romantic relationship
0: Mm
3: -hmm. Um, But it's On the contrary like it's far from that I think like it meant So much more like his love with Jonathan than other women because There was no less like Um, it was just Genuinely love And, And so you know like Just diving deeper into like That concept like you know it really kind of made sense. Like it's not wrong to love um, another man. It's wrong when you start sleeping with them, when you start like having sex with them. So God isn't saying, don't love like, you know, the same sex, like, you know, love them. That doesn't mean that you're gonna sleep with them though. Mm -hmm. Because at that point, that's when it's wrong. And um, I think like just the origin of like um, being gay or being homosexual is just lust, you Mm. know, like. Just like with someone who is straight or heterosexual, like they, you know, it's not right for them to lust either. You know, to look at a woman with um, lustful eyes because it's committing adultery in their heart. Uh-huh. It's um, sex outside of marriage, and that's wrong as well. Um, so, you know, I, with that perspective, like it makes sense, like why, like you know, being gay is sin because it's really you dr- being driven by lust for. Um,
1: um, yeah 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 that, that's crazy they use that that, that portion because I, I i remember hearing that portion being used the other way um from people from <clears throat> from the lgbt community i've never even seen a, a post probably a couple of years back of them using that example of saying like see this is okay david of all men one of the, the mighty you know heroes of the old testament had this love for another man but it, it's one of those that is described later, even in Proverbs, where it goes on to say that there will be some that will stick closer than a friend. Um, and and, and it is, I, I believe it goes on to say that that is that is closer than a brother. I mean, and it's one of those type of love where it's, it's not um, intimate in the way of a husband and wife. But it's more so like man, these two are inseparable because they have such a strong bond. They're so close and they're they're they have this brotherly bond, but something that's more than a blood brother would have that you would have with blood brothers. Look one thing that I remember coming
0: into the church, so coming into to Christianity from the streets, one of the weirdest things that I ever thought to hear was another dude telling me that he loves me? It was weird when it was the twins, if <laughs> <and> from my Trisha to Althea and Yantiri, man. Uh, they, they're the ones at first that, that heard that from, hey, love you, bro. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> like, I never heard it like that in the streets. In the streets, they say, oh, I got love for my homies. I got love for this, and I got love for that. But they never tell you, hey, homie, I love you. Because that was seen, you know, how you were saying mocking, you know, calling each other gay like that, you know what I mean? But um, that was the weirdest thing, and I couldn't grasp it in the beginning. And I was, but as time went on, I could understand why brothers will tell each other that they love each other because there is that genuine love without all the, um, you know, joking aside or. Or mockery Like it's genuine love For one another mm-hmm. That's how Christ said This is how the world Will know that You are my disciples By the way you love each other And just hearing that It, it was uncomfortable In the beginning Because I still had That street mentality In a sense But just growing In the in, in the church And in the Lord I would find myself Hey bro I love you too You know and it, and it was nothing Like weird Like that you know And then my homie From my neighborhood He just got converted Not that long ago And he he called me, and he left me a voicemail because I couldn't answer. He's like, hey, you know, hey, you know, I just got saved, and you know, I want to talk to you because I know you've been a Christian. Like, all right, and he he ended it like this. He's like, all right, bro, all right, love you. Like, this is my homie growing up, dude. (laughs) And he we never talked like that. And the first thing that I thought was, this this dude's been converted. That's Mm. that's my immediate thought. It wasn't like, oh, this was you know trying to be all like that, no. I genuinely understand Why two dudes Will tell each other That they love each other In the Lord Because there is No lust or nothing like that How you were just saying Mm -hmm. And that's That's a beautiful thing That we are able to Love each other Love my brothers I got love And I love my brothers You know what I mean I can say that um, Because it's a It's a love founded in Christ You know what I mean And so Yeah dude I think that was really dope What you just
2: said Yeah I think a lot of people Get it twisted When they hear the word love They think that when you when you say I love, they always think about sexual love. Yeah, a- anybody, anybody doesn't even matter what you just tell like them I love you. Like, oh, you're, you're co- are, are you are you, you know are you gay or something? But it's like no, we gotta understand the difference between you know that 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 sexual love, agape love, and phileo's love, which is what you're talking about, uh-huh. which is that brotherly yeah. love with one another. Because uh, a lot of people just get confused when they hear the word love. They they, they don't know what's up with that, but it's biblical to have that Philos love for one another that brotherly love that, that you love each other but like, like edwin said uh, that sexual lust no that that's that's wrong that's 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 lust between a, a, a one man to another man or even how you put it one man to another woman when you're not married that's that's wrong as well but i think i think yeah that, that's a strong emphasis to know what love really is the definitions of love
0: yeah so so one of the, one of the main things that I think um, a lot of people would say is you can't help who you love because you're born that way. So the next question we would want to jump into is: uh, Are people born gay? You know, what, what would be your thoughts on that? Um.
3: Uh. Well, I'm not a psychologist. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. Of course not. Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> um uh, from my understanding yeah. there is no such thing as like a gay gene mm-hmm. like it's not really mm-hmm. inherited um from my personal experience like i can't really pinpoint where it like all started um i know like in elementary school i did have like this attraction towards um other guys but like it wasn't of, of course i was a kid so it wasn't really like mm-hmm. sexual it's like just like i would get nervous around like you know other guys or like i wanted their attention in a sense Um, so it's really hard to pinpoint. Um, but one of the things that I have struggled with is like, almost like blaming, not blaming God, but like questioning it. Like if, like, if I was being punished, I guess, in a sense, Mm. like, am I made to lust over men as a punishment? Like knowing that I can't be with a man, like, you know, like, um, knowing that, you know, if I want to serve God, I can't have you know have that Mm -hmm. and um, one of the portions of scriptures that um, just like I always reflect on is um, in I think John chapter 9 like you know when the um, disciples ask Jesus like who sinned Um, why is this boy blind like did his parents sin or did he sin and Jesus was like it's not that anyone sinned but um, it's that you know God's work will be shown through him and um, and I always like fall back on that portion of scripture whenever like you know I I think like that like Mm. you know did I do something wrong like to deserve this or you know that I'm being almost like tortured in a sense but it's more so like you know it's all for God's glory and um yeah it's just yeah yeah so
0: there's, there's this doctrine called total depravity that people are born Uh, Separated from God And that The fall of Adam and Eve um, Their sin So affected humanity That people are now born Into sin So every person is born With a sinful nature Mm -hmm. So in a sense I think You can say that, that they could possibly Be born that way But yet again Everybody is born sinful otherwise I think that necessarily wouldn't be the question to ask But the answer would be uh, You must be born again Because no matter if you're born You know If you could be born You know I, I don't fully understand either I'm not going to say right here that I understand mm-hmm. Or I have the answer to this question Because I don't You know what I mean But I'm just saying If possibly if Even if that were the case That people could be born gay um, It doesn't matter Because the scriptures say That you must be born again So it doesn't matter if if you are have had these attractions from as a youth, um, people are, are inherently sinful. So you must be born again. So that, that's I think that right there is the whole um, thing that people are are not looking at, you know what I mean? Um, to say that you're kind of saying like uh, people are born that way, so there's nothing you can do. To, about that if they're born that way They love who they love and it doesn't Matter they're, they should be free To to love whether it's a Woman and a woman a man and a man And they just leave out what the Scriptures say about you must be born again I think that's that's the Thing that really needs to be emphasized That no matter how you're Born you must be born again
1: because we're all Sinful regardless yeah. Well, I, I was going to even say that You know because we are born sinful i don't think we are we are specifically born with a specific desire because at at, at the end of the day um when we talk about homosexuality it is a sin just like thieving or just like adultering or uh, whatever it may be but i i think it's more so that because we are born sinful um depending I, i mean there's a number of things that we could you know conclude from it but i mean as far as as we can as we grow older um as as different things in our environment around us come around it will spark that desire that that we would act on it in a certain way or that we would or it'll provoke us to 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 move in that direction i guess you would say because for example in the garden right with adam and eve they didn't act they didn't act on, 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 reaching or eating that fruit until there is a desire for it, and it's the same way that we see in scripture and even with us as people, we understand that there's a desire that comes in our heart first before we act on any type of sin, and and I think that that's where, be because we are sinful from birth, I think it's it's only until there is a desire for a certain thing or whatever it may be, and then and then when given the opportunity we would act on it. Or, or you know, and that may portray itself in a number of different ways. But uh, I mean, I, as far as um, if if people are born gay, I mean, just like you, I think I'm just on the fence. But I would lean more towards. I don't think people are born gay. It's just the fact that we are all born sinful, and and just where, however, it plays out in our lives. I mean, some people will put, will act out on some some things, but I, I can't point to say, well, this man was born a thief, you know, because at the end of the day, I mean, sin is sin um yeah and, and, and i think just going back to that question I, I i i mean personally i don't believe that people are born gay i think people are just born sinful as what we believe
2: yeah i wouldn't say that there's a like i said i'm not a doctor okay. <laughs> i can't really, terrible, I can't really yeah, talk about yeah, totally science or anything like yeah. that uh, but I, I wouldn't i wouldn't believe that there's a, there's a gay gene uh so here's what a lot of people say that a lot of people would say well well well, I was born this way, and this is how I'm going to be. God made me this way, and this is how I'm going to act. But um, somebody once said uh, that the gospel is not about celebrating sin. It's about repenting of sin. And so it, it doesn't, it, it, if people think that they're born naturally that way, it's just like Martin said, you're called to be born again, to repent of sin. And if the Bible calls it a sin, then God, that's God's word, and God calls it a sin. And uh, there's many pastors and uh Many people hold a Bible that that will that will condone sexu sexu uh, homosexuality, but I mean that that's that is wrong, and uh, we should go according to what, to what God says in His Word. Yeah,
0: man. So, um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is, right there. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, I think the, I think what the, tw- what, what is twisted is that Christians want to affirm homosexuality like it's okay like as far as um you can be homosexual but as long as you don't act on it then it's okay you know what i mean like i've heard that before um like as long as you don't physically commit the act of you know sleeping with another man or whatever it's okay to be a gay christian So, my next question for you, Edwin, would be, um, should Christians identify themselves as gay Christians? Uh,
3: I don't think so. I know, personally, I don't. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like identifying yourself with, like, a sin is, like, saying that you're still practicing the sin. Mm -hmm. To say that, um, you know, like, oh, I'm a gay Christian, is like, almost like an invitation, like, oh, I'm I'm looking for a relationship with Mm -hmm. another man. Um, So... No, I, I don't think that um, as Christians, we should identify ourselves with anything but like glorifying God, you know, being yeah. servants of Christ. Um, and
1: yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I heard a good a good example from um, Pastor Aldo Leon from Gospel on Tap. One of the things he was saying when it comes to um, as far as acting out on the sin, right? How people would say um, it's OK as long as you're not acting on the sin. But I would say I, I think it, it goes even further because at the end of the day, it's all a heart issue. And that's something that we need to evaluate ourselves, so, you know, homosexual or not, you know, men that struggle with pornography. We know that even just the thought alone is, 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 is something that we need to continue to put ourselves into discipline and, and, and ourselves in check with. Uh, but one of the examples he used was, OK, so you would you would tell somebody who calls himself gay, right? that it's okay as long as you don't act on it he said what if i told you i had a sexual desire for my daughter would you tell me that it's okay as long as i don't act on it mm. no right because sin is sin that's something that needs to get that needs to get nipped and, and 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 cut off from the start from the heart because we would see that as wrong right so it's, it's not more so the action it's more so the heart and that's something that we need to con- that we need to pray and and some something that we need to continue to help and and be encouraged by our brothers and sisters that that we would be um, I guess you would say circumcised in our heart that that these things that some of these desires for things that are um, ungodly as God as in scripture would put it that these would be cut off from us I guess you would say
3: um, I also feel like. Uh you know with someone who is struggling with um, homosexuality mm-hmm. it I, it goes beyond just like lust of your man because um, it is in a sense like an identity yeah Um, I know personally like I feel like there's always judgment with me like how I act sometimes mm-hmm. and it's not even like anything to do with lust but sometimes like I know that I do act feminine on, in some ways rather than most and personally I don't like it you know I don't I, I'm not it's not like I'm trying to act feminine it's just like like i am Mm -hmm. and i feel like there's just so much um i don't know if pressure is the right word but like judgment on um yeah people even christians who do struggle with homosexuality because it's not just like oh i'm fighting my lust of man, but it's also like i feel like i'm constantly like you know not constantly but i feel like people do judge me by just simply how i
1: i act almost like 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 you're being judged to change the your character to match every other guy yeah in a sense you're not man enough you know the whole thing no
0: yeah so i i I believe even with this struggle um it's a sanctification that has taken place because we could say that about any sin whether it's a dude that that got saved of you know being an adulterer uh he's still gonna struggle with looking at another woman and he has to fight that feeling but he's fighting dudes that coming out of you know uh drug addiction whatever uh they maybe you know see see it and be like that temptation is right there right away but they're still fighting it so there's a sanctification progress It's called progressive sanctification that is taking place in every believer uh, regardless of what sin it is you know what i mean so it's a process so for someone to say hey you, you shouldn't feel the temptation to smoke anymore you know you've been set free or you, you shouldn't you shouldn't um uh be you know Like that with alcohol You shouldn't do this And you shouldn't be that Like hey bro The Lord is still sanctifying me In that area You know what I mean And I think that's what We as Christians Need to be doing And with brothers Especially struggling uh, With with this temptation That they have Is that Hey the Lord is sanctifying you Let me help you In your sanctification You know what I mean Yeah I was gonna go Along the same
2: lines Along the same lines As that The identification And uh, the church Loving a brother is a very important part because, uh, like you said, when you wouldn't call yourself a gay Christian because that's not who you are. You're a Christian. You're you're. We're someone who serves the Lord, and and you're not identified by 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 someone of your past. You're identified as you're a child of God. You're a servant of the Lord, and then the the church should view you the same way. Mm-hmm. Should be there for you and help you along, just like Martin was saying. Be that church that that doesn't look down upon you because. I mean, one thing for anybody that comes from any type of background—it doesn't matter what—they should feel loved at the church, and not not so much as judgmental. When, when like like he said, you're you're on this process of sanctification. You don't want to be that person that you don't want to be that old man. You're you're being renewed day by day by day, and us as a church should 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 be there for people like that. I mean, that, that that's what we should be—the brotherhood loving each other being being uh, being compassionate towards each other and not not throwing throwing people down because i mean you're we're coming into church and every every everybody's falling short everybody's struggling with some and you shouldn't single one person now like oh you're not mad enough if you're not this no let me help you let's pray together let, let, let's study the word and i think this is a very important part for, for the church should 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 love brothers like that yeah mm-hmm. And you know And unfortunately
0: The church hasn't, hasn't Hasn't done that You know what I mean I feel like You know The church We as a church We need to do better With these kind of things Because We do come off as um, Too judgmental sometimes You know what I mean
1: And um, It shouldn't be like that It really shouldn't be like that I, I, I was gonna say I, I think as far as With With this There's this stereotype that If We draw close um, I guess If we draw close to somebody who is gay that, that they're gonna like me because of it And I think that's a stereotype that needs to get You know Canceled out And, and you know I, and, and I said it because it, I know I, I mean looking back I know that it was, it was It was God that had allowed me to go through what I went through Because during my senior year I was in cheer right I mean And, and during that time like, yeah, I was in cheer for high school, but I was also in cheer for a a gym. And that gym, we went to, you know, Texas, we went to Florida. We did competitions all over the place. But there I was, you know, I, I never met anyone that, that was gay before. And there I was exposed to so many men that were gay. And I think it I think it, it, it helped me to understand that just because they're gay, it doesn't mean they're going to hit on me. And, and And I think that that's what helped me um to further my relationship you know later as as i started i mean during that time i was going to church and then later i became good friends with edwin i mean I, I would consider you one of my close friends and and not one thought would ever come to me that oh he's trying to hit on me but no i was like this is my brother i'm, I'm gonna continue love on him and we're gonna we're gonna hang out we're gonna study the word and i don't think i, I was able, i was ever showed any anything like that towards you and i think that's one thing that that maybe the 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 people in the church struggle with is that they see this one sin apart from all the other sins and they they think that this one sin is different when when exact when when actually when it's a struggle just as every other sin and that we should embrace just as victor was saying that we should embrace each other with whatever their sin is whatever their struggle is that they too would feel the same love that we felt when we came to church that we felt when we when we came to this gospel good news um so edwin as far as you coming in the church did you ever feel any type of you know even before um before coming to the congregation but i mean as far as even just um before these things did you ever feel any type of like opposition because um you were gay uh
3: not really i think it's all like um internal Mm -hmm. um i really like beat myself up because of it because i can't change it and you know i knew that it was wrong um but it's not like well before i came i came to church like i knew it was wrong and it's not something that i wanted to be but i am Mm -hmm. that makes sense um and so it, it was just all internal like i never like really like was open about, like, you know, liking other guys. It was just, like, me beating myself about it. Like, I shouldn't like other guys, but I do, and I don't know why, and I know it's wrong. And it was just, like, this huge burden on me. Um, When I started to go to church, like, um, just falling in love with God, like, none of it mattered because I didn't want to be in a relationship at all. Um,
1: But... Opposed as in like what What do you mean Well, I mean just like as far as just like I don't know if you were Did you
0: ever like not feel
1: welcomed in the church
0: Like feel attacked right yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes it
3: wasn't direct Like you know mm-hmm. like n- none of my um Brothers and sisters in Christ Like directly um Attacked me about it But you know Going into church mm, I think this is really general It almost feels like Mm, finding like a partner or getting married is like uh, glorified. Like that's the goal in life. That's the goal in like a Christian man. Mm-hmm. That um, you know, I hear I hear the scripture being used a lot. That blesses a man who finds a good wife. And um, I know like constantly hearing that within church, like it really I know it it almost felt like an attack because I knew that I I wasn't gonna find a wife. Like I knew that you know I was attracted to to guys so like you know um i didn't want a wife and so i almost felt like i'm not blessed because i'm not destined to find a good wife um like i am being punished like god it like i almost felt like god hated me because you know like i wasn't really i'm not really meant to have a wife i'm meant to be single and single is um almost looked down upon like you know um you can't really be happy if you're single that's why like you know everyone is um their goal is to find a wife because like you can't have a happily ever after unless you're married Mm -hmm.
0: did did you ever come to a point like around that time like you know what i'm just gonna own it i'm just gonna you know i am what i am there's no point in changing um did you ever come to that point where like you know what? i'm just gonna this is me you know kind
3: of um I came to, well, it was more like I I knew the truth Uh that I didn't need someone in my life to be happy because when I first fell in love with God, like, that's when I first truly felt true happiness. That's when I, you know, that was the first time when I actually cried tears of joy. Uh And there's nothing like else in this world that compares to that moment. And so, you know, like the church, churches or even like, Other um, brothers and sisters in Christ, um, you know, or even the world will tell you that, you know, it's sad to be alone, or that, you know, it's not, um, you're not really happy if you're alone, or, you know, one day you'll find like a wife or, you know, a husband or whatever, Mm -hmm. and then you'll be happy. But I know that true happiness is only in God. And um, so it's more so that, like, you know what, like, I'm content being by myself. Like, I don't need to have a partner to be happy because. I know true happiness is in God. And so it was embracing that, you know, embracing the fact that, like, you know, like I, I am going to be single and, you know, it's a blessing. Just as yeah. much as a blessing, just as much as a, it is a blessing to be married, it's such a huge blessing to be um, single as well. Like they both have their own blessings. Um,
2: <laughs> Victor
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. You, you, <laughs> can, you just
3: can't see it But Victor
2: uh,
0: just uh,
2: uh, I just finished From, dead from dead Uh First Corinthians Chapter 7 Paul says I'd rather you be like me <laughs> He was talking about You know The ma- the people that are married people that are single It's like When you're married You're gonna go through A lot of stuff And I'm trying to I'm trying, to, trying, trying to, to get you say you won't get, go through that, you know, because when you're married, you have to focus on the wife, you have to focus on the on the kids if you have kids. But you said that the single man can focus on what God wants, on 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 His glory and on His love, and so that's why I had a fist bump.
1: I'm like, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, I, I was gonna add, and um, is there any other thing that, that may that, that you struggle with? as far as being a christian and, and 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 being um homosexual in that way is there anything that 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 maybe you see whether it be a, a daily or weekly type of struggle um as far as that you know i, I mean i know as far as with with the with a, a type of desire or 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 want to be with a man but is there any any struggle that maybe isn't spoken of as far as from you as far as you know being um i don't know Is there anything that that you struggle with? (laughs) Yeah, um, I I think, you know, when I
3: lose focus on God and I pay attention to the world around me, like, I do start realizing that, like, you know, um, I guess what you miss out on being single, Mm -hmm. um, you know, because, like, I've never been, like, on a date. Like, I've never had a Valentine's. Like, I never held hands with, like, someone or, like, You know doing any of that romantic stuff and I kind of have to be content that I never will and um, that you know for most parts and for the most part is such a huge struggle because although I know that um, I I have this joy with God like I forget I I, like I want to say that I'm always focused on God but I'm not Um, I do forget about God I you know and, and that's a struggle within itself um and I focus too much on the world around me and I honestly fall in this like kind of like solitude um state where it's like man like am I really happy like being alone um when I see it everywhere like you know mm-hmm. people being in relationships, people being um happy holding hands you know um going on dates and everything and I don't know like I'm like, not that like i have to be single but it's like i know that i want to because i know um like you know god is what my soul really wants but i do have those moments where it's like man like i feel like i am being restricted like i almost feel like i'm in a prison and um again it's it's mainly when i just forget about god
1: Mm -hmm.
3: and um it's i don't know it, it is it is really difficult um Especially when, like, you know, like, I, I have those thoughts all the time. Like, the enemy constantly whispers to me, like, how, you know, I'll die alone. Like, how, um, you know, no one really is ever going to want me. And even if they did, like, I can't want them back. And um, and it, it hurts more when, like, you know, brothers and sisters kind of, like, tell me that in a sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's this one time when, like, the sister, um, she's talking to... Um, brother about like their wedding and it was all flattery you know she was telling them what he wanted here not what he needed to hear Um, but she was just all this lovey-dovey about like you know getting married and whatever and after he left like she just like told me like you know like basically like how you know how am I sad being a loner you know things like that which were really discouraging and I don't think she directly meant to like put me down but it's like I'm you know I honestly believe like I'm meant to be alone and that's okay. But like for you to come and attack me like, or not attack me directly, but like to tell me things like, oh, it's sad to be alone. Like it it hurts more when it comes from a brother or sister in Christ mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's that lack of understanding from,
1: you know, others that kind of like affects me too. So it's like when you see like more like, like images as far as like media of like other couples and, and even just hearing, maybe even just in sermons about marriage and, and things like that, how that's a struggle of just being reminded of, of that, right?
3: That I never will, will have that,
1: yeah. 1 Corinthians
0: chapter 7, verse 32 says this. I want you to be free from anxieties. The unmarried man is anxious about the things of the Lord. How to please the Lord. But the married man is anxious about worldly things How to please his wife And You know just as a married dude It's not all peaches and cream You know what I mean Mm -hmm. Um, I've been with my wife for 13 years Twelve? I don't know dude I met her when I was 18 I'm 31 (laughs) years old now I don't know how long this has been Um, It was really rough bro Sometimes um, We've gone through that stage, we're like you know what i don't even want to be with this girl you know what i mean it's, it's real you know what i mean she'll tell you the same thing um it's not it's not it's not an easy ride um it's there's a there's there is a lot of trouble and even paul says i would I, w- I would wish that you all would be you know like myself you know unmarried you know what i mean so because being being uh I, I guess victor could speak more about how the single person can be more
2: into the things of the Lord. No, yeah. Uh, Paul, Paul would say that both is the gift. Being married is a gift. But he says, that I, I prefer you to be single because with that, I mean, I'm telling you that there's no greater joy than seeking God. And I know uh, well, I can't speak on married people, but it seems like they have a hard time. Uh, getting into the word because their time is for the wife, for the kids, and even their time is it's God's time, it's not even their time. Yeah. So uh, us as singles it is a gift because we have more time right now. And I think that uh, you know speaking as a single myself, we start to get those thoughts when we when our eyes focus off of who God really is. Mm-hmm. Because even Hebrews 12 would say it would say like this, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter mm-hmm. of our faith. And running this race with endurance, um, you know, you know, putting all that sin aside and and run the race. A, a runner who's running the race or a marathon, he's focused on the prize. He's focused on on, on on getting there. He's not focused on this or on that. And even Paul, in that scripture that you wrote, he says on worldly things. And so when we stop, when we stop focusing on, on God, it's just an encouragement for you. Adam. when we, when we stop focusing on guys, our our God and our eyes focused on who God is, then yeah, those 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 thoughts come up like man loneliness or 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 oh man, I'm never gonna do this, never gonna do that. But you gotta understand Ephesians one too that you have every spiritual blessing in Christ, mm. everything that you could ever need in the spiritual places that God has not left you, God is with you, you have been justified, you are adopted, you are predestined in Christ, you have all of these things, you have access to God, which no, nobody else can really say, but in those moments, I encourage you, because man, we we have that special time with God, and when we feel those moments, we can get down on our knees and call out to God, and we ain't got to ask permission to do it. <laughs> we, we, hey, we can that's something real, dude. That's <laughs> we, can, so we should just go on. And we don't have to worry about, you know, the, the, the wife or the kids or, or man I just need my space. No. Right now that that time is beautiful and you can you should consider yourself blessed that God has given you that. Because at the end for eternal life, we're not gonna be focusing on oh I didn't get married, I didn't do this. No. You're gonna see God for who He is and you're really gonna truly experience um God's love That's what Paul says That you know where oh death is your sting where is your victory that mean, you know if you focus on that that portion Paul would say that the that the perishable must inherit imperishable and so in other words we're not going to have to deal with these these feelings anymore we're not going to have to deal with these issues anymore but we're going to be with the author and perfecter of our faith where even God who sees your tears he says he's going to wipe away every tear from your eye he's going to remove the reproach from all of his people means he's going to remove that sin that 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 depression or that feeling of loneliness and you are going to be with god one day and that's what we should be focusing on and as much as hard as it can get i mean we got to keep our eyes on him knowing that one day it's not good to be like this Amen. and you should consider yourself blessed that god has allowed you to experience this now not later but now mm-hmm. So um, this time we have altar call. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, um, yeah. No, That's cause good. I'm not gonna lie, Moments get rough like that. It it, get, it does get tough. And yeah. I mean, I, I can say I experienced it as a single person. I already put it in my mind I'm gonna be single for the rest of my life. I already put that in my mind. <laughs> but, but because I want to do that, I want to serve God, and and I just don't want any distractions.
0: Also, another thing that comes to mind is um, that whatever struggle that anyone's going through whether it's your struggle my struggle victor's struggle um know that you're not alone in the struggle that you have because as the scripture say that that know that there's brothers all around the world that are having the same experience as you are so i think it's it's a, a good thing to know that our struggle isn't a unique one that there's an answer for it there's a purpose for it and there's peace for it also you know what i mean so i think that's that's good. Yeah, say?
1: just as Ecclesiastes, there's nothing new under the sun. This is something yeah. that has been going on for hundreds and thousands of years. Well, not hundreds of thousands, but hundreds of years, thousands of years as well. Um, yeah. But I mean, as far as you, Edwin, what what helps you during during those times of, of you know, I guess you would say like your weak points, your valley points, or whatever you want to call it. But when when you find yourself in, in these struggling areas, what what has helped you? in those to to at least overcome that is is there something that you do or you know to do like to read the word to call a person to to I I mean what what helps you out um my biggest help are my brothers
3: and sisters in Christ um because in those moments where I have like I constantly have these lies just echoing in my head um it's my brothers in Christ who kind of like confirm of what is truth that, you know, that I am loved by God, that I'm not, by, that I'm not alone, um, you know, and like, what is, what is the truth? Because sometimes, like, I am suffocating in all these lies that, um you know, just get louder and louder, and, you know, I, I want to focus on God, but, like, at the end of the day, like, I can't really see Him. Like, I really need to focus on Him, but it's hard to focus on someone you can't see and um, compared to, you know, the world that's around you that you are seeing. And so it's, um, my brothers and sisters in Christ who I believe are like physical representations of God that, uh, um, kind of affirm, like, you know, like those are lies, you know? And, um, so it really helps when like, you know, when I'm in those down points to just fellowship. And so, um, yeah. And, and, it, and it you know, I know that not all my brothers in Christ are going to be available 24 seven, but, um, it really helps just to like, you know, uh, text someone or like having mm-hmm. a phone call or um you know just just being there for me i guess in a sense. Yeah. Um so yeah, so i guess like in the end like yeah, the, the church like is my biggest like help.
0: Amen. Amen. And i think i think we're we're all going to have those Romans 7 moments, you know, all oh, wretched man that i am, you know what i mean? Because the the closer that we get to the lord, the more our sin is exposed, the more that we see ourselves like in the mirror for who we, tr- we truly are. But at the same time, that's a good thing because we know that we can lean on Christ and the cross and his forgiveness and his glory. And I think in those moments, it's, it's, it's very Crucial and critical that you do have Someone to call as you were saying Because the church are supposed to be Ambassadors for Christ we're supposed to be Those representatives mm-hmm. of him uh, Because we're going to have those moments And it's, I think it, it's, a, it's Important because uh, We are to strengthen Each other and reaffirm each other in the faith Because um, to me even Personally it's a blessing um, In the times where I struggle With my own sin And um, when I listen to to even music, I listen to Christian hip hop, and then there's these dudes that have this this crazy story, and I'm like, that dude believes in Christ, and he's assured of his salvation, and he knows what he believes, and that encourages me to know, hey, this person knows what he's talking about. I can I can believe also, I can be strengthened in that because I'm not alone in the struggle i'm not alone in the faith there's people that have gone through crazier situations than me and yet they've overcome through christ and that encourages me personally to know that i can i can persevere and i can go through it and still come out alive
2: you know what i mean so i think the the church has a very very important role on when it comes to struggling with anything Um, the word of god says do not forsake the gathering of god's people but encourage each, each other as you see the day approaching, mm-hmm. and it's, it's just like you, you said. You know, sometimes my, you know, it's hard to focus on God, but then it, I love what you said huh, about the. You feel like the church is, is a physical representation of who God is because we are the body of Christ. Jesus is the head, and to be apart from the body, it's like decapitating yourself from the whole body. You can't do it on your own. Mm -hmm. You can't. You can't be a hand on your own. You can't. You can't be a leg on your own. You 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 need each other. And this is where community plays an important role. Not just going to 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 a service, but community of praying for each other. Just knowing that someone is right there with you. Because I I always, always, always see see that as example. Like it's like going to the gym and you're you're about to do a bench press. Sometimes you need someone there to spot you. If not, you're not going to reach out to your full potential. And it's the same thing with the church. You need someone there to, to be there to kind of spot you, to to pray with you. Hey, I'm going through this. Can you pray for me? I just need to know that I'm not alone, that I'm not here on this walk by myself. I just need my brother right now. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to what we first started uh, with, with that, you know, with, with uh, David, David and Jonathan. How It's like that love right there, that knowing that you're not alone, knowing that there's there's people there with you and for you, and not against you, and so I think that
1: church community plays an important role in all of this. Yeah. What? And then now moving into our last question, um, how do you think, Edwin? We as as the church, how do you think that we can minister more effectively to those that struggle with homosexuality?
3: Well, I guess it's like how like I mentioned before, it's like not holding them to a different standard like mm-hmm. it is sin just like anything else but like you know sometimes it feels like they are being judged you know not just by their lust for man but by like their whole character yeah and um you know that that's really discouraging um I think more so it's also like you know just like ministering to anyone it's just preaching the gospel with me it's like um, there's this like also this mis- misconception that like I have to be single and that's not the case like I want to be single and I want to be single mm-hmm. because I know who God is because I know um, because I have this relationship with God that kind of like ultimately you know makes me not want to participate um, with you know homosexuality I'm not in my lust because I want to draw closer to God And so with ministering with anyone who is um, struggling with homosexuality, um, the most effective way is just like, you know, to get them to know God as well, um, so that they also will want to, you know, Mm -hmm. not participate within that, um, that sin, because, um, you know, like, like, because I, I know how that feels, you know. Um, like I have such a huge heart for the LGBTQ community because I understand, um, how difficult it is to just like come out, you know,
2: Mm
3: -hmm. I could, um, I, I know how it is to just constantly being, I guess, in a sense, like oppressed or like, you know, judged, not just by, um, you know, your, 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 those people around you, like, you know, your community, but also like your family. And, um, I know how much it takes to just like be yourself in a sense you know like I mentioned before like um, being gay isn't just like a lust for man but it's like a whole identity Um, and so I understand what it takes to kind of like come out in a sense and then just be yourself and although it is like originated from a sin they're still happy you know from their own like perspective like or from you know where they're coming from like that's happiness to them and so to go and minister to them and saying that their whole like i guess lifestyle is wrong their whole identity is wrong yeah Yeah. and it's like robbing them from Uh the only happiness that they know at the time and so that's why i feel like it's really um more effective to like get them to know what true happiness is which is you know knowing god so that they will understand that you know this um Lifestyle isn't really true happiness. Uh, and, um, you know, and also understanding that the LGBTQ community is mainly just, like, a hookup culture. Um, yeah. People within the community themselves, like, struggle with just finding, like, a stable relationship because it's all lust, you know. And we know that that's, like, the origin of, like, you know, being gay. It's just, like, their lust over men. Like, it's not necessarily love. Like I had mentioned, you know, in the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But they don't know that. And so it's almost like insensitive to approach them with like, you know, like.
1: Like you're in sin or. You're
3: going to hell and this and that. Yeah. Because it is like, you know, Uh their identity. It's it's the only happiness that they know at the moment. Mm -hmm. And they've heard it before. Um, So, yeah, it is difficult. But I think it's just like just staying true to like preaching the gospel and, you know, um, showing them like that that is the true happiness
1: yeah you know what and and you know what 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 you said i'm I'm actually a really firm believer in that that we can't just come to people and just correct them and 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 you know imagine that that's going to be the thing that's going to save them but i'm a firm believer that we need to preach the gospel we need to preach god to people that god will do the changing in their lives necessary right i'm not going to come and, and try to correct this man's behavior as he's coming to church no i need to continue to share with him the word of god i need to help them uh, you know as as the word of god pours in me that i may pour into them then instead of me having to you know what brother you shouldn't be doing this or you shouldn't be doing that but but it will come and overflow as they are convicted by the scripture not convicted by me telling them and and, and i'm a firm believer in that that Man, God's word will not come back void when we share the gospel, when we share um, just these truths that we read, that it will do exactly that. It will convict, it will comfort, and it will compel us to want to, to live for God and to go and share the gospel to other people
3: um but there's also like clearly a difference between like you know ministering to someone who's not saved and then someone who is saved oh yeah Mm -hmm. because i know like if someone claims to know god and yet they're still like actively like you know saying that they are gay like and like you know having being in a relationship it's like no at that point i feel like we do need to like you know correct them like no like that's not right like you know like Mm -hmm. you're saying that you know god but like if you didn't know him you would you wouldn't
2: do this, you know, oh, you yeah. want to do this. Like, that w- like there's a time. There's there's a time to first present the gospel and then within time correct them through the gospel. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And yeah, like Because no. the gospel is more than just words, it is also us demonstrating the gospel as far as how we love one another in one way that we do love. If if someone says that they are a brother in Christ, if they say they do know God, one way we love is that we bring a necessary correction in that way to correct what whatever view they may. Um, be be uh, sidetracked on as far as uh, maybe they were preached to in a way that 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 is wrong, I guess you would say, and and that's where necessary. So, I, you know, overall, you're just using discernment with people that we that that don't know God. We're gonna use the gospel. People who say they know God, let us now see what God they they think is God. Because people will have a different image of Jesus. People will have this image of Jesus that you know it's all love. You know, there's no hate. You know, everybody loves each other. Or they'll have a different Jesus where where he accepts all of you who who come as you are, and he won't change you. But that's where if they say they know God, we need to make sure we bring to them the Jesus in the scriptures. But yeah, that's that's really good, Edward. So,
0: in closing.
1: What would be some encouragements
0: that you would have to someone that's like um going through the same things, you know what I mean, or just barely coming to realize, you know, his struggle or you know, someone that, that was where you were at, you know what I mean? In those stages of confusion or what? What are some encouragements that you can tell that person? Um <laughs> It's all good.
1: Go to Disneyland
3: um, I well the way I see it, um, you know how we talked about before, like being alone or being single, really gives you that um more more room to glorify God,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and um the way I see it personally is that you know we do live in a world of um a man's world basically, you know, scripture. Like, confirms it that you know the man is head of of the wife or is over the wife um is over the woman um and so you know like it's not necessarily a curse to be um to not less over how this (laughs) is yeah it's not it's not a curse to be single but it's more so like um you know because honestly there's been times where like i feel like man i would have been happier if i was a woman um But it comes to a realization that, man, like, we live in a man's world. And if I was a woman, I wouldn't have the authority or, um, you know, the voice to kind of make a bigger impact than a woman would have. Mm -hmm. And so it's not it's not a curse at all, you know, to be single and, you know, to have an attraction towards man. Because honestly, like, I feel like if I didn't have this and i would have been married a long time ago and not saying that that's a bad thing but it's like and just focusing on the positive things that um i do have more um room to glorify god and so to anyone who's struggling it's like um just you know continually like focusing on like the strength that or the um liberty that you have in a sense um, it's not necessarily like Something to hate on But more so like An empowerment that you have mm-hmm. In a sense you
0: No, know, To grow on Because like how we were speaking before That um, single people Have more of an opportunity To really know God in a way That people who are married don't You know what I mean Because uh, me, I have to find Every time Available or take advantage of every single time that I have free time to read scriptures or pray or do something because when I come home I mean that's it my dedication is to my wife and to my kids to the household there's gonna be no time until the kids go to sleep and it's time to go to sleep and I have that 20 minute window whatever that I can read a scripture or pray or when I get off of work you know Read or pray or something during my lunch break, or whatever. I have, to, I have to find those moments where I can make time or take advantage of time, because the rest of my time, once I step foot in that door, the kids are rushing me. My wife, oh, I'm, I'm glad you're home, and I need to do this and you do that. It's it's game time, you know what I mean? So there's no time to myself, and the only time I do have to myself i need to take advantage of it to seek the lord in those times so it's a struggle within itself you know what i mean so um i'm guessing because i don't know that single people
2: don't have that problem <laughs> shout out to all the single people get read books study who god is that's called theology go study who god is get into the word pray take advantage of this time because god has given you this time and it is a gift from god Single people, you need to understand that your singleness is a gift from God.
0: Look, if I had time, dude, just just get into the scriptures. If if I had just any time, just to really do dig deeper and dig deeper, uh,
3: I would do it in the quicks. You know what I mean? But I have to make time. I have to find time. You know what I mean? But whatever. And it's also like just an encouragement to know that you know you you know you're not alone. Like yeah, uh, you know, like I'm I'm clearly struggling with it and. You know and it's not something that like will magically just go away like um like it's something that i constantly struggle with and you know constantly like losing focus on god and then feeling alone and then you know uh-huh. and it's like almost like this cycle but um i keep pushing forward because i know like it's worth it you know uh-huh. i know that like i know god like i i'm truly happy with god but it is a struggle and you know we're, we're not alone. Exactly, and that's
0: why we're doing these episodes to bring it to the table. Hey, it is a struggle. We as a church need to learn how to how to minister to our brothers and sisters struggling with this, mm-hmm. and we need just to bring it to the table
1: and deal with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and and, and I think it's it's only right too. I mean, we say a lot on this podcast that, that we do this for the edification of the saints and if we are to edify the body of christ we need to continue to bring up struggles we need to continue to bring up these things that you know whether we struggle with it personally or not we need to continue to bring these to the light and and encourage those that may struggle with these things that they would be edified that they too would be encouraged that we're not just speaking on the same things over and over but we're trying to address the body you know we're trying to address everybody and 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 really just To share experiences and and testimonies of these things that they may be encouraged to continue to seek God. And, you know, I I, I do thank you, Edwin. I'm uh, coming on. I I know it's not easy to be able to to speak on these things. But, um, man, thank you again. Yeah,
3: it's not something that, like, I will... I'm so open about because like, you know, part of me is still like, I guess, ashamed in a sense. And um, but I'm starting to realize, like, to truly minister to people like I do need to be vulnerable. Like, I do need to be an open book because, um, you know, like it, it's it's my testimony, ultimately, you know. Yeah. I'm um, saying that, like, I'm choosing to give this up because I know that, you know, God is way better.
1: Yeah. yeah. Don't worry, brother. Only hundreds of people are gonna listen to this. That's it. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's the same thing like we talked about in the last episode, like like with pornography, yeah. like as soon as we put that episode, like we we got messages, I got messages too saying, you know what, this is something I was struggling with. hmm and and, and and you know what, I thank you for this episode because they only encouraged me and you know, it's the same thing too with, with homosexuality, <laughs> like people struggle with this. And 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 that's that's what we want to see is people being encouraged, you know, by your testimony, and and, and you know just hearing how they can be edified and how they can continue um, to face a struggle knowing that they're not alone, you uh-huh. know, as Ecclesiastes says, and and even to just just that, you know, there's there continues to be hope because we are founded in Christ, and even then, I, I you know I think the more we share our struggles with each other, the more we are embraced. I guess we would feel embraced. Not not that we would see a change in people around us, but but I don't know, for for me, when I find myself opening up more about my struggles, I feel more embraced by God's love. Because I know mm-hmm. that nonetheless God continues to love me and that's something I still don't get. And 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 know I thank God for that because I'm like, man, I'm like why would he love me a sinner and, and do all this for me? It's just man, it's man, it's just awesome to do That's this. on the real man. God is awesome. That is on the real that's some true stuff right there. Because all I can see
0: within myself is my own sin. And why would God want to send his son to die on the cross for me? I rejected him. Like There was a point, even as a kid growing up in the Christian home, uh, I said that I hated God. And that always stuck with me, you know? (laughs) Don't don't call me like that. (laughs) I, I said that as a kid. And I can only i can only i don't even know how my dad would feel because i said it in front of him he's a christian man trying to bring up his children in the ways of the lord and to see his child say that he hates god i can only imagine the pain that he felt or the the failure that he think that he had you know what i mean but yet god saw fit to save me i don't know i don't know why I don't know. I continue to fail him, but yet he still picks me back up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's one of the things of God's love that is so powerful and so transforming. That when you when you feel that love of God, all you can do is run to him and lean towards him and leave everything behind. It's like you have this 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 baggage that you have, but once you see God's love in and reach, it's like
1: you just. Throw that off of you And just (laughs) run to him You know what I mean It's like those movies When they see each other At the airport They just leave their luggage And they just run Yeah It's like that (laughs) (laughs) It's like that
0: (laughs) Yeah dude so Um Yeah you guys got any finishing Any finishing comments
2: Anybody Nobody I just want to encourage The church to be the church With those who struggle With anything Homosexuality Pornography Whatever it is Be the church Love on people And don't be so big headed That you can't love on people Amen. Amen.
3: Yeah, when like when I ask for like fellowship, like I genuinely want fellowship because mm-hmm. I need to be reminded of God's love. So mm-hmm. I think with like a lot of times when we hang out with our brothers in Christ, it's just hanging out. Yeah, um, it's a lot. Of, like I need I need to hear the word of God because I can't I, right mm-hmm. now. I can't by myself. Like Mm-mm-mm. focus on God.
1: No, that's true. That's true, and that's something that you know I need as well too. I I love to be in the word of God. I love to talk about the things of God. So yeah. fellowship
0: is not just Going to in and out And watching a movie <laughs> That's not fellowship That's hanging out <laughs> But yeah Alright well um, Hit us up com Or at gmail.com With any questions Comments, concerns Or rebukes Or you know If you truly you know, um, Need some prayer or just want to know that someone understands or someone is there for you go ahead we're, We'll be happy to chop it up with you send us an email Um send us a message send us a dm on instagram or on facebook Um hit us up, you know, we'll be we're more than willing to talk to you Um to to you know chop it up with you to pray with you because um, you we know we know that these struggles are real, you know, what yeah. I mean? so um um, if anything, also first seek the guidance of, of, of your local church, of your pastor, of your elders. Um, they should be more than willing to help you out in the area. Um, but if need be, we're right here for you also. So, you know, gracias for listening. Um, this is Reform Rasa season two episode whatever. Gracias. Was <laughs> <laughs> what it four? Four?
1: I uh, lose track easily. It know. is episode something. I believe. Yeah. I believe, thank you guys yeah. for joining us. If you guys would like to go to Disneyland, you can go ahead and hit up Ed oh and your dog. <laughs> Don't hit him up. Don't hit him up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing he didn't want to talk about, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is Reform Rasa. Thank you guys for joining us. Peace. Arato Later. Boy.
4: When I wake up, new mercies meet me. Two hearses greet me. They search me with an urgency. We see deep like seaweed. Body bending is cursive. This worship is rehearsal. It's universal. Who you work through. The church's purpose is to search you. Mm. This verse's purpose is to lurk the murky purpose of the joy thief. i seen it hitting where the joy beat. Inside the commands to plan B. Destroy me. The parts of me that can't enjoy thee. Deploy B. Deploy peace. Two fingers like a 70 boy seen with some bell bottoms. hails riding with objects that reject the better. Yet they've forgotten the compass. That their optics only. Option is spot in the opera When adoption gotcha got them, it's crap from the top. And it's a process when I'm watching the rock and this promise. Must be honest, it's some blindness. It's time and my progress. Um, then I remember. You make us happy when we look
2: at you. You make us happy when we look for you. Satisfaction only happens to those who are glad in you, glad in you. You make us happy when we look at you. You make us happen when we look for you. Satisfaction only happens to those who look aloud in you, glad in you. Who look aloud in you, glad in you. Satisfaction only happens to those who look aloud in you,
4: glad in you. I tried to find joy in everything, searched a couple mountains. Even thought I could get it from two for 15s. That filled my lungs with something higher and inspired me like a 16 or 16. It didn't work. But what did it was the finished work. Brought me back to himself. Now I'm living in reverse. Seeing good gifts as a glimpse of the giver. Not the gifts as a giver. Merry Christmas if the vision works. If we seen them, then you get it. An image, no sentence can keep out of a mental prison. My mental was limited with mentioning his existence. When it was finished, that was the beginning of our joy your love attention. If I'm happy in you, I'm happy with you. Attraction to you make suggestions. Passions turn to ashes, grab the and burn it Faster than the Jackie journey, track and learning Satisfaction serving you, I'm just happy learning you You make us happy when we look at you You make us happy when we look for you
2: Satisfaction only happens to those who are out in you glad in you You make us happy when we look at you You make us happy when we look for you Satisfaction only happens to those who look out in you We're glad in you, we're glad in you, glad in you